Welcome to Coffee and Conversation for ESL Listening. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christina. So grab a cup and join the conversation. Good morning, Christina. You ready for a coffee break? Oh, yes. I'm always ready for a coffee break. (laughs) Me too. All right. We got our coffee ready to go. For those of you who don't... Let me try that again. For those of you out there that don't know, we have a new series that we started called Coffee Break, where we have short little recordings and conversations about just fun stuff, um, easy on the notes, short on time. So if you just have a few minutes, you might want to check it out. So today we are going to play another game. It's not really a game, um, but it's also something people kind of do as like a big group and party or something. And it's called Would You Rather? And you're going to get two choices, either very difficult choice to make or a weird choice or something like that. And you have to say which one you would rather do or which situation you'd rather have and then maybe explain it. Sound good? Oh, yeah. It's it's a fun way to do also like at work sometimes if you want to do a little icebreaker with your, right. that's a good vocabulary word, icebreaker, with your co-workers. It's a fun start to the meeting or anything like that. But you know, the funny thing is, uh, my son, when he was about six years old, went through this whole would you rather stage. Everything, every question he asked me was, mom, would you rather... <laughs> And he had like the wildest choices there. So he was always like, oh, you never know what's coming. (laughs) Yeah. And they're impossible choices. Like, no, neither. And you're not allowed neither in this game. (laughs) You have to make a choice. Have to make a choice. (laughs) All right. So what do you have there? Yeah, I've got the list of questions (laughs) and we're both going to answer. And I'll let you start with this one. Um, I feel like we've talked something about this before, but that's okay. It's still a fun question. So here we go. Would you rather have the ability to travel to the past or the ability to travel to the future? Oh man, that's a tough one. It is. It is a tough one because, you know, going to the past would be kind of cool to see how things were, but I think I will choose the future. And I think that I think I'd rather go see the future. I want to see how the world will change or what else will happen. It might be depressing. <laughs> you know, it might. I as I'm as I'm saying that, it might. Like I'm thinking, like, yeah, it might be depressing. I might not like what I see, but I think I'm just so curious about it that I would like to see the future. Yeah. Um what about a tough you? one for me too. Um Because there are definitely some eras that I would love to experience living in, like the 1960s, the hippie movement, you know. Um. (laughs) I just knew you were going to go there for some reason. I don't know. Of course. course. (laughs) But then on the other hand, you know, when you have sort of a romanticized view of something because you've never experienced it, but you're like, oh, in your mind, oh, this would be great. And then you go there and you experience it. You're like, oh. Well, that wasn't it. That was not what I wanted, right? Right. So I'd hate to ruin it for myself there. So I'm also going to go to the future mm. with the added bonus that maybe I can check out some lottery numbers. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm always thinking here. I'm practical. 
That's a good one. I mean, it would be kind of cool to also see like what new inventions people come up with in the future, you know, and like how far like medicine and technology has gotten. I That would be interesting for me. But Me too, know. really. I mean, because if yeah. you think about it, like just think 20 years back, you know, how, how technology and everything has changed. Yes. And, you know, really in the whole grand scheme of things, 20 years isn't very long. But, you know, a lot has changed. Can you imagine 50 years from now? Yeah. Mind-blowing. That would be interesting. Very interesting. All right. That's a good question. Good question. Okay. Um, And here's another one. I think I know the answer to this, but let's see. Would you rather read a great book and then watch the movie or watch a great movie and then read the book? Oh, Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the answer is easy here. Read a book and then watch a movie. And why? You know, when I read a book, I like to create characters the way they look in my head, right? Because, you know, even by the descriptions and all that, you still, I feel like everybody creates their own character. The way they look, the way they act and all that. If you watch a movie first, and I think that's the appeal of reading a story, right? Reading a book. You kind of create your own picture. Mm-hmm. When you watch a movie, you already have that preconceived vision and image. And it it's not as interesting for me. Like I want to create my own picture when I read a book. Hmm. What about you? Well, I'm actually the opposite, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Yes, I know it sounds weird. But if I read a book and it's really good, I get excited. I want to see the movie a hundred percent. I'm going to be disappointed because Aww. yeah, because it's never going to match the, you know, because they have to take things out of the book. Um, and like you say, they take, you know, um, artistic liberties and kind of do their own thing, you know, and you're like, that yeah. wasn't in the book, you know, <laughs> you, know yeah. you, you get all mad about it, but. If I watch the movie first, I can enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, that was a really good movie. So now I read the book and it's like having bonus content because now I'm going to read all the scenes that I didn't see in the movie and I can enjoy the movie and I can enjoy the book. Interesting. I see it like the opposite way. That's funny. Because when I see the movie and, you know, like you say, oh, they took things out of the book and yeah, it could be frustrating. But at the same time, I know the backstory. Yeah. Like after I read the book, sometimes when you watch a movie and they took things out and they don't always explain why things happen again, right? The the director's choice and all that. But you know the backstory because you've read the book. So, but I, I see your point too. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, I think very interesting. Both, I think both uh, ways have value, value yeah. opinions on both. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. Cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Okay. What else? Next one. Um, would you rather take one month long vacation or take four week long vacations? Did that make sense? Yes. So let me say it again, just in case it's not clear to who is listening here. Would you rather take one single 
vacation and it's a month long or four individual vacations, but each one is only a week. So the total time is the same. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is a really tough one because it kind of depends where I would go. Ah. Oh, man. I know. Got to pick one, though. But it also depends, you know, how much you get behind at work if you take a month-long vacation. (laughs) Ah, work schmirk. (laughs) I know, I know. If I don't think about the work part, um, then I would take a one-month-long vacation. If I don't think about the work part. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes you take a couple days off and then you come back and you pay for it. Yeah. Um, So... Because at first I thought, okay, four one-week vacations, right? You can go to different places and this and that. But if you, yeah, yeah, like break it up. And if it's like throughout the year, then I would probably take the four one-week long vacations. Yeah, I think I'll go with that one. Okay. You changed your mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Again, like you said. It is a hard one. Where are you going? Am I taking a month-long vacation to, you know, the? You know, I'm I'm trying to say something without offending anybody. <laughs> um, to a, a town in my state somewhere, <laughs> right? You know, or am I taking a month-long vacation to Europe? And if right. that's the case, a hundred percent, I will take that month-long to Europe. And you right. know where I'm going? I'm going to. Italy. Oh, is that your next destination? Oh, no. In my head, it is. (laughs) (laughs) My dream. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, if you take, that's what I was thinking. Like, if I want to go visit home, right, see my parents, well, my family, um, I definitely need a month long vacation because a week is just not enough with all the travel. But th- this is a hard question. Why did you pick this one? Come on. <laughs> there is not one answer that's perfect. There is not. No. But that's no. the whole idea is you've got to think about yeah. it and talk. So yeah, everybody out there, um, let us know which one you would choose. <laughs> right, right. Oh, can I like choose one year, one option, and the next year, another option? <laughs> Sounds legit to me. Sure, why not? Okay, then we'll stick with that then. (laughs) Okay, Um, I'm going to bring a little bit of a serious note here. Oh. Because this could be interesting. Would you rather have a remote control that could allow you to fast forward unpleasant or boring moments? Or would you rather have one that you could rewind to replay happy moments. I think I would replay happy moments. Uh, that's nice. What would you do? I don't know. <laughs> I know I have to pick one, but uh, you know, I think I'm with you on that one. As tempting as it would be to fast forward some of the painful, difficult things, you yeah. know, they were all I, – I don't like the expression, everything happens for a reason. I really hate that expression. But everything is a learning moment. 
it's an opportunity to grow and to learn. So yeah, I'll take it and then rewind and relive those happy moments. Yep. I absolutely agree. I was going to say the same thing. Even the, you know, not so happy moments or sad, you know, sad or boring or difficult moments in life is time where we learn and grow and enjoy. I think one of the reasons, they are one of the reasons why we enjoy the happy moments even more. Ooh, look at you getting deep. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. I I 100% agree. Yeah. As tempting as it would be, mm, I think the smarter option is what we said. Yep. Okay. Hey, we're doing pretty good. Um, This is a little bit of a different one. Would you rather be a great cook or be a great writer? Uh, A cook. I knew you'd say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. But, um, you know, well, maybe because I'm not a great writer, but I, writing is, can be beautiful. And of course, you know, I love reading. So good writers are important for me, but cooking brings people together. Oh yeah, sure does. I think there's so much more to cooking than just making food and feeding mm, people. Oh, there's, yeah, it brings people together. You learn cultures, you make friends. I feel like just cooking just makes world go around. Yeah. And there's so much more to it too. Like you can learn so much from it too and all the things. So yeah. yeah, definitely cooking for me. What about you? So now again, I would be tempted to say that one, but I think I would choose the good writer. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing I need is to be eating more food. <laughs> but you don't have to eat it all. You can just cook and feed others. Feed <laughs> others, yeah. But you know, I'm gonna sample. <laughs> but no. Um, but real in reality, um, you know, I I just think writing is such a. I don't know how to explain it, but like it takes you to a different world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're a great writer, you're probably gonna, you know, make a little, a little cash there on the side. Right. So, you know, it's a good yeah. earning situation. Um, and yeah, cooking is good, but I don't know. I just think it would be really cool to be a, a great writer. Oh, shoot, man. These minutes go by that. <laughs> I had one more that I wanted to say. Where was it? Okay. This is the silly one I wanted to end with. Okay. Would Sounds you rather good. eat pancakes with ketchup or would you rather eat French fries with blueberry pancake sauce? Oh. This is an easy one for me. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with fries with blueberry sauce. Me too, hundred yeah. percent. Ketchup. I hate ketchup on normal things. I sure don't want them on pancakes. Don't want. Oh, them. oh! I didn't know you were such a <laughs> hater of ketchup. See, I, I, I don't mind ketchup. I'm just, you know, pancakes are okay, but you always think about something sweet to go with it. Yeah. Although nobody says you can have savory pancakes. But for some reason, fries and blueberry sauce sounded better than pancakes and ketchup. 
I can't explain it. Me at all. Yeah. Well, you know, I put honey on my French fries, so it wasn't a stretch. <laughs> I know. You, oh, you do. You, know, there you should be seeing the the look of horror that I just got from that. Um, <laughs> no, really, it's delicious. Honey on French fries, yum. So, okay. Well, that was an easy question for me. Well, there are people who dip their French fries in milkshakes, right? Yeah. So. Same concept. Sure. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet and salty always goes together. Absolutely. Cool. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And again, we got to know each other a little bit better from some crazy uh, (laughs) thoughts here. (laughs) And some deep thoughts, too. And some what thoughts? Some deep thoughts, too. Deep thoughts. Oh, yes. (laughs) The uh, deep philosophical music in the background. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, this was fun. This is a good one. So I hope you enjoyed this. Until next time, here's to good vibes, good coffee, and great conversations. Cheers. Cheers. 